Thank you for tuning in to Beyond the Dais, a podcast about the stories taking place in and around El Paso County, Colorado. I'm your host, Scott Anderson, and I have a couple of guests today. First is Michelle Hill, an El Paso County resident, and second is Richard Gagne, a veteran services officer with El Paso County's Division of Veteran Services. How's everyone doing today? Good. Doing pretty good. Thank you. Good. Great. Well, thank you for having me here. Uh, Really appreciate it. We're at Mount Carmel. Uh, Richard, this is where your office is, right? That's correct. Very good. And uh, before we get into things, I wanted to quickly add that if listeners are interested in more stories about people doing good in and around El Paso County or hearing from county leadership about local government priorities and how they operate, you can find additional episodes of this podcast on your podcast platform of choice. Uh, So for today's episode, we're actually going to be focusing in on the PACT Act what it is, who it benefits, and how it can benefit individuals and families. And we'll get into uh, more of that as we go along. Uh, But first off, Richard, I was wondering if we could start by having you give some background about your role with El Paso County. Yeah, um, so I started here about two years, eight months ago. I'm currently helping veterans in the community of El Paso County with their um, disability claims. Um, So we help uh, the veteran themselves, their surviving spouses or children with uh, disability claims, um, survivor's benefits, education benefits, burial benefits. So any veteran that is needing assistance that's in El Paso County or even the state of Colorado, um, they are able to reach out to us to get that assistance. Uh, There are 64 counties here and every county does have representation. Very good. And if people want to reach out and talk to you about those benefits, what's the best way for them to do that? So the best way to do that would be we have two locations. We have our main office, which is located at um, Championship View up next to the Costco off Powers and Barnes. Mm-hmm. Um, their direct phone number would be 719-520-7750. And then there's two veteran service officers down here at Mount Carmel. Um, and we can be reached at 719 you call, you set up an appointment, or you call us, we'll reach out to you, set up an appointment, and get you in here to help you. Very good. And if, in your opinion, Richard, what makes El Paso County different in terms of how you help people realize those benefits? Um, I think the first thing that really helps is all of us here are veterans ourselves, so we all have been through the process. So we kind of understand those aches and pains that we went through to transition from being in the military and filing our disability claims. And so as we've had that experience, we've learned a lot along the way. And so now that we are that individual that helps the individuals in assist- needing assistance, mm-hmm. then um, it gives us kind of more more feeling, I believe. We put ourselves in, in the opposite position that we want to take care of them just like what we wanted to be taken care of. And so I think that's the biggest difference that all of us here, we have a good team and we all care about the veterans in our community. And is there any sort of like extra benefit that veterans get from uh, receiving help from the county as opposed to on a state or federal level? I, I am coming from a place of not very much knowledge, so I just wanted to ask that for myself. Well, no, it doesn't matter who you, you could file the disability claim on your own. You Mm -hmm. can go to the VFW, you can go to DAV, Department of Veterans Affairs, um, or you can use El Paso County Veteran Service Officer. Um, But with us, we're accredited, we have the knowledge, we understand what the process is, we know what the VA is looking for, and we help the veteran, the spouse, um, understand what is needed in order to have a good quality, a good quality claim, and uh, hopefully it's successful through that process. 
So now that we have a little bit of that foundation, can you talk to me about what the PACT Act is? I've seen it in the news recently, you know, a couple different times. Why is it being discussed right now? You know, who can benefit from it and why is it out there? So the big benefit about the PACT Act, it, it did get signed into law August 10th of 2022. And basically it gives you a one-year time frame to file claims that are linked to two different, two different periods of uh, uh, errors. So one, it's the Vietnam veteran era linked to Agent Orange. And then the other one is going to be the Gulf War veterans, um, anywhere from 1990 to present. The areas of operation are all across the globe. Mm-hmm. So it's really just looking to see what area you are affected by. Uh, so mostly on the Vietnam veteran, they've added five new locations, and then they added a couple more of the presumptive disabilities. And then for the Gulf War veteran, it added a lot of uh, disabilities linked to cancers and respiratory um, uh, conditions. So it just makes it a little bit better for the veterans that served overseas and help them with their disability claim. What it does, too, for the surviving spouses or people that have already passed, it opens up the door for claims to be reopened for people that may have been denied in the past. Um, So that's a big thing because there's a lot of uh, compensation that can be paid out to spouses of lost loved ones or even veterans that filed a claim and were told no once before. Now they probably qualify. So you would want to reach out to somebody and at least just look into it, see if you have something that can be reopened and possibly overturned that could be a benefit to take care of you and your family. Very good. And now, Michelle, you are just a resident of El Paso County. You don't work for El Paso County, but you live here. And I was wondering, what is your involvement with the PACT Act? Well, I am um, a a spouse, a surviving spouse of um, an Army veteran. James Hill, and he served 23 years. Um, He passed away in October of 2017 from cancer, and it was um, cause in an effect of the um, desert storm. Um, He was in three tours. Um, He had um, leukemia and lymphoma caused more than likely from the uh, burn pits and chemical fires that he would fight. So um, he had been denied his, you know, denied for disability um, on multiple occasions in the claims. After he passed, I also tried to um, act on the the claims as well and had been denied. It was... um, it was very difficult because, as Rich was saying, you know, even even though I was part of the military, you know, right. through my my family and and through my husband, it was very confusing going on to the websites or going online and just trying to understand all of the terms and what it is that's needed. Um, and it's very frustrating. You know, I was grieving, very upset, sure. you know, about everything that was going on. And and every time I reached out to somebody, um, I just wasn't getting enough help, enough help. There's just not enough of the amazing VA reps like Rich. <laughs> there just weren't enough, you know. And so um, a friend of mine had reached out to me back in, I don't know, it was uh, late last year and had mentioned the PACT Act, and had I heard of it, and I said no, and he sent me a little bit of information, the little bit that he had at that time, and 
and he had given me a name to reach out to, but this rep was in Grand Junction. Oh, okay. And he was one guy, <laughs> and it he wasn't even able to get back to me. I mean, his email that he sent um, was very brief, and I understood that. You know, mm-hmm. like, you got, you're one person. You yeah. can only do so much, right? So um, I reached out to Colonel Bob McLaughlin, Colonel Bob, and he is an amazing man. He's the CEO here at Mount Carmel um, and has done wonders. So I reached out to him and asked him about this. Had, did he know anything about it? And he said, you know, I've got this great guy <laughs> named Rich Gagne, <laughs> and you should talk to him. So I reached out to Rich, and he um, made time for me. I came in. And Phil, and you know, I for me, the big thing was I just wanted to have somebody sit with me and give me a little bit of their time because I didn't know, you know, please don't send me home with another website or another phone number or here are the 15 forms that you need and good luck finding them. Um, It's it's very, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's very discouraging. Mm -hmm. And Rich sat down with me and was, I mean, I was visibly upset when I came in. I was holding it together. I had to relive everything that, that, my husband and I had gone through, and I didn't want to do that again, going through all of his medical papers, and, you know, it's very difficult. So Rich said, you know, I'm going to I'm gonna sit here with you, and we're going to do this together. And it took about 45 minutes, and he was compassionate and caring and patient um, <laughs> in, my, in my time as I... I Broke down a couple of times and <laughs> lots of cleanups, <laughs> <laughs> lots of Kleenex, right? Um, but it meant everything to me to just have have that have that feeling of finally somebody is like holding my hand through this, and I'm not alone in in trying to do this. And he didn't make any promises. He just said, "We're going to get it done right. We're going to fill out the right forms and." put everything together and I'm going to reach out to some people for, you know, advice or their assistance in some other parts of it. And, you know, worst case scenario, they say no best case scenario. They say yes. So, um, that gave me great, great comfort. Um, the, the peace that I had when I left his office was something that I hadn't felt in a really long time. Um, he filed the claim, and <clears throat> about three, I think it might have been three months, and he called me and said, hey, we got an approval letter, and I was beyond excited. Yeah. Um, I received the letter as well, and a big thing was the acknowledgement that my husband's death was not in vain and that his service, it mattered, and that everything that he believed in, truly believed in, and what he did for his life. Like, he he loved, loved the military, loved the country, did his service, and kept re, you know, resigning. And, yeah. um, and finally, it was something that, that was like, you know, we're going to, going to take care of you because we, you know, we appreciate what you did for our country. And 
it was um, a very defining moment in my life. The, the money that is coming, that's wonderful. But truly that acknowledgement of, of what he did. Mm-hmm. And uh, that meant everything to me. And that was hugely in part because of Rich. That acknowledgement came. And I am so grateful. He is my earth angel. <laughs> he really is. And uh, and I mean that when I say that. I really do. I'm super grateful because he's very busy. And, you know, if he can't get back to you right away, you can't you, you can't be mad, you know, or upset. Like, he's one person. And you got all, how many veterans are in El Paso County? For a hundred thousand, that's for sure. A hundred thousand, and you got like two people. <laughs> you know that's that's a lot. Yeah. Um. And but he made the time, and and I believe it's not just me. You know, mm. I believe he does that with everyone that is put in front of him. So um, the money that's coming isn't going to make me wealthy by any means, but it gives me peace of mind and comfort to know that I. Don't have to worry about my house going into foreclosure. Yeah. You know, I've, I can pay my bills, my mortgage, and and that that is peace of mind, and that brings me some closure. Yeah. You know, so I, I'm very grateful, very grateful for Mount Carmel and the services that they provide, and very grateful for people like Rich because their heart is in it, and. And I mean, to have so many stories come in front of you on a regular basis and, and be able to be able to not break down emotionally and, and be able to focus and get the job done on what is the necessity and be efficient in it, that's a, that's a skill and that's a talent and that's compassion in you know in that person as well so i am forever grateful to you rich thank, thank you, you. Much. Thank you. <laughs> and it, admittedly i i'm not very connected to the veteran world i i didn't serve in the military i have some family that did but i, I really don't know a whole lot about what that world is like and so it would be great if you could help me understand like f- for you michelle when you talk to others who are in a similar situation what does it mean to them when you're able to tell them this experience you had and, you know, that this is actually something that they can take advantage of as well? There is disbelief, like, oh, my gosh, really, this is going to happen? Or sometime, again, the disbelief is, is really a big one, but it's also a huge relief for them to know that now they can act again and and try to um, to get these benefits that that they had been denied in the past. Um, my fight has been going on for a long time. Mm-hmm. My husband was filing claims. What was the first one? I, th- I think it was 2013. He filed a claim, got denied, filed an appeal, mm-hmm. got denied. Mm-hmm and then filed another appeal, and right now we're currently working through that to see if there's anything else that's possibly out there. So mm-hmm. just a lot of research. Some of these files that we go through are hundreds and hundreds of documents mm-hmm. deep, and some of them are a little less complex, but we just take it one step at a time, one client at a time, because every client is different, mm-hmm. every claim is different, um, but we learn something new every time, and again, just trying to to help. But he tried, and it's just glad that we were able to, one, get connected mm-hmm. and be able to at least give you that closure. And 
hopefully we can find out some more information in the next couple of months on <laughs> yes, the other one. Yes, I'm looking forward but, to that too. <laughs> but, but again, even if they tell us no, but then at least we know we've exhausted the means, we went the right way. Mm-hmm. And even at that point, it, it may not be a no forever. We just have to give it a shot. Yes. Right? Yes. So the other spouses and even um, the the children of of the, the veterans, the survivors, there are also, as part of the PACT Act and the approval education benefits, which I am thrilled about. I, um, I, in fact, you know, I'm looking into it right now, going back to school. That was a huge, that was a huge thing that can really change somebody's life. It's mm-hmm. going to change my life. Yeah. And I'm super grateful for that because that was not available to me before, before this, before yeah. this approval. So I would encourage everyone who has been denied, who feels completely discouraged or just, they just gave up. Um, I was very close to giving up. Mm-hmm. Um, my friend Jeff Baker is his name. He's a military veteran as well. And, um, you know, when he told me, the, told me about this, I was like, yeah, okay. You know, I've been denied for everything. I, I went as to every source that I could think of and um and didn't have a lot of luck and and there was even some moments where it was very difficult to hear how people spoke about about my husband's service oh he 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 when he retired medically retired he wasn't um, active duty, so his service didn't count. I mean, those are very harsh words to hear, heartbreaking. And I don't, I don't know that if they even realized that impact that was that it was having on me. And I really just kind of was like, I'm, I'm done with this. And I almost did not follow through on it. And he called again or texted me again and said you know, you really, really should do some, at least look into it. And so it was, all right, I'll give it one more <laughs> shot. And that's when I reached out to Colonel Bob. And um, I'm so glad that I did and that I was put in touch with Rich. So to all of those out there who may have been feeling or are feeling like I had been, I would highly encourage you to pursue this. It is something that's very good very good for veterans, for the spouses, for the dependents, um, the surviving people. It, it just is um, something President Biden did a really good thing in in pushing this through. So um, don't give up and continue continue to fight for that. It is something that you or your spouse. Um, you know, it was something that you that you deserve, and and so I would highly encourage to keep on pushing for it. Yeah, and what really struck me is, you, you know, you mentioned yeah, you know, the money's great, right? And it's helpful, right? You can't, Very can't, helpful. Can't can't deny that, right? But the validation, the recognition that that service is seen as important and valued. Absolutely, that he didn't just do this and all these promises made to him in the contract, you know, they made an equal contract and, you know, he passed away and it wasn't, it was a direct result of his time in service. And he knew what he was getting into and what the effects might be. It's not like he went in blindly and, Oh, everything's going to be great. I mean, every person who goes into the military knows that there is 
you know, what the outcomes could be. But there's also on the other side, a promise of, you know what, you're, you're sacrificing these things. So we will take care of you if those things were to happen. And there were some cracks, cracks in it, you know, and, um, the validation that I got and I remember, you know, looking at his photo when I saw this letter and I'm crying my eyes out saying, James, you know, you know, here it is, here, here it is The they thank you for your service and, and you mattered. It's valid. The years of your life that you gave and put into this willingly and lovingly. He was a very compassionate and giving person and, and this meant something to him. Our country means something to him. Yeah. And he, I wanted our country to, to say he meant something to us. Yeah. And so that validation gave me, it, it changed my entire perspective going forward on everything. It, it changed my, where I was in my grief. It helped alleviate some of my depression. I mean, I, I went through a lot. Yeah. And so that, it's amazing what a few words of acknowledgement and James's service and his life mattered and his death was not in vain. And that, that was the big thing for me. Grateful for the money. It does help, of course, but that brought peace and closure and my heart like healed a little bit more on that day. And Richard, you're a veteran yourself. I'm sure you can understand this obviously a lot better than I can. But for you, when you're in the position that you're in, when you get to, when you get to help people like Michelle, what does that do for you? I mean, I think it's a way for me of um, coping with my disabilities or what I've been through in my 21 years of service. And it kind of brings me back to basic being a squad leader again. You're just here to take care of the people that matter. And so in your squad, you took care of your Joes and and your people that were under you. And so that's kind of how I feel as a VSO is I'm just out there doing the same stuff I did at that basic level, but taking care of people. Because if you take care of the people, then they can do good things in whatever they do. Mm-hmm. And their own, whether they you know them, it's not the point. It's that they can continue to do good things. So it's very rewarding. It's good to hear those stories when veterans call you back and just say thank you um, for what you did. You helped me through this time. Um, you know, I appreciate it. And, and that's all that matters, you know, and yeah. it's a good thing. Awesome. And Michelle, thank you for sharing your story. I really You're appreciate welcome. that. Thank you for letting me tell it. <laughs> yeah, um, it's, it's definitely, it, it helps. And if I'm able to, to, to make a solid point on, on how important it is to follow through on, on taking advantage of this pact act, then I'm glad Everything that I've been through is was worth it. I, I feel the same as Rich. I mean, I am not the veteran, but um, if I'm able to spread the word and say, you know, you're you're going to be heard, and please, please act on this. Like it's important. Um, that that means something to me. So, right. And there are a couple of other important things about the PACT Act I want us to mention before we close out. Uh, Richard, your, uh, the Veteran Service Office is doing something called stand-down clinics. Uh, can you talk to me a little bit about what that is? 
Yeah, so the Stand Down Clinic, I know our next one, it's probably already full, is this Friday, so tomorrow, uh, the, uh, what is tomorrow, tomorrow's the tomorrow is 19th May 19th, we're, yeah, we're recording this on May 18th, Ooh, yeah, tomorrow's May 19th, <laughs> May 19th yeah. uh, so that's our next one, we'll do two classes, one in the morning, one in the afternoon, and ideally we'll see about 40 um, veterans, our spouses, and their families at each time, so we'll be processing claims for PACT Act. And then um, we'll have another uh, class in uh, June, another one in July, and then in August we'll have um, a three-day stand-down. I believe it's the 7th, 8th, and 9th. And then um, what that is is trying to get that 9th deadline because the 9th of August is the deadline to get your PACT Act claim complete, submitted to the VA so that it can be backdated if awarded back to August of last year. Um, you still can file claims after that date. You can always file a claim moving forward. Uh, but as far as backdating and compensation, if awarded something, um, then it would backdate almost a year. Yeah. And so what, is, what does that mean exactly sure. for you know people yeah. listening? It's like, oh, gosh, I really need to get in before that April, or I'm sorry, that August 9th date. What does that backdating mean? What does that mean for them in terms of the benefits sure. they can receive? So just as a, a simple example, it, let's say you're going to get awarded a 10% rating. I think a 10% rating pays about $165. Well, instead of just getting $165 for the month that you applied that benefit for, it'll backdate 12 months. So okay. multiply that times 12, that's a back paid in your award. Okay. So that would come back to you as a deposit. And then you would continue to gather that 10% rating moving forward every additional month until your rating changed. Okay. Very good. Well, we've covered a lot of ground here, but I always want to give people an opportunity to add anything else that you think uh, we haven't discussed that you think is important. Uh, Rich, we'll start with you. Is there anything that we haven't covered about the PACT Act or uh, just the Veterans Services uh, Division in general that you think would be important for people to know about? I would just say if you have any questions in general dealing with any benefits as a veteran or as a spouse of a veteran or even a child, all you have to do is give us a call and ask. We're at least going to answer your question, give you guidance, or point you in the right direction. Uh, there might be some things that you need assistance with that we don't specialize in or do ourselves, but we can at least get you a, with the right agency. And I think at least asking the right people. A lot of people out there mean well, they want to help, but they don't have all the right answers. But at least if you call us, we can at least appoint you in the right direction. Very good. And then, Michelle, any closing comments from you? Mount Carmel is not just about filing claims and <laughs> and that. It is a group of people and organizations that have come together to to make things easier for the veterans, for the military people transitioning, for the spouses, for the dependents. They have um, peer navigators. Um, there's job job opportunities that they can help you find. They do a lot of job fairs. They have counselors for different disabilities and depression and things like that that they can help you with. And there's so many things that Mount Carmel is connected to that is in one place so you're not going to 20 different agencies. So mm -hmm. like what Rich said, they may not have everything here, but they have a lot. Mm -hmm. And then they also have the resources that uh, that are correct that they can get you to so you're not just kind of spinning around wondering oh should i call this place should i call that place so um there's even a chapel in here and um i don't know there's so many things that uh, that the services are that are provided but um i i would 
encourage people to come and visit and to support Mount Carmel. Um, I I'm feel very strongly about this place mm-hmm. and the things that happen within the walls is um, is a very good thing. And so if, if you're looking for something to support, I would highly encourage Mount Carmel to be that that entity that you give to um, and also to come and visit. Mm. So it's, it's a really wonderful place. And everybody under the roof here that is working in here is a lot like rich there, you know, they have that same mentality, that same compassion, that same heart veterans that under understand, they understand. So that's, that's my piece. (laughs) Great. Uh, Well, thank you, Michelle and Richard. I appreciate you guys taking the time today and for sharing your stories. It's been really great. Thank Thank you. you, Scott. If you're interested in listening to additional episodes of Beyond the Dais, you can find us on Podbean or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.